0: Great morning.
1: Great morning. Great morning.
2: Great morning.
3: And
0: welcome back to another episode of Great Morning. I'm your host, Christian Murmur, Murms, Mermdog, Dog, whatever the fuck you want to call me, Ant. To the bottom of my computer screen, we have our in-studio comedian, Topazkin, Chubbsway. Chuck, how you doing
3: today, bro? Good morning, good morning, good morning. we in the building, just having a good time. Oh, I'm sitting out volunteering, and we got Special Olympics. I'm a Special Olympics basketball coach on the side. That's awesome. They don't laugh at none of my jokes. But it's a good time, man. These kids somehow are great.
2: that hurts.
3: It does. <laughs> what it kind does. of jokes do you make? Age appropriate ones, I guess. That's well, probably why well, I would hope funny. so. No, <laughs> yeah, it's probably why really they're not funny because I'm not skilled at age appropriate jokes. So I really mm. try. They probably come off really corny. Yeah. So what got you into <laughs> that? When did you start doing that? Seven years ago. I was just in it. You know, in the navy, you do some volunteer, and then they just—I don't know—they made a special place in my heart. No it's it's all i do oh that's
0: well that's beautiful i'm very <laughs> that's a very nice thing that you do i'm I'm happy to hear about the <laughs> volunteering did you, bro did you hear what happened to stephanie hopefully she can join us by the way for our listeners stephanie is not here right now hopefully she can join us in a bit but something happened to stephanie chuck did you hear what happened to stephanie
3: yeah you know when you you you, you get you get uh you twerk too hard And that thing too heavy, you know, you snap, you snap your ACL or something. (laughs) (laughs) This morning, she sent us
0: a voice message and was like, hey, guys, I don't know if I can make the podcast today. I'm in the ER. I think I broke my leg. And we were all, of course, like, well, what happened? Like, was she in a car accident or something? And she told us she was dancing too hard. Dance too hard. (laughs) She danced too fucking hard. And snapped like her knee or something. And she sent us a picture. She's in a brace and everything. It's yeah. pretty fucked up. I hope it's not as bad as she thought. But she said she was in a lot of pain. So, you know, we hope she gets better. But, you know.
3: Which I, I totally understand. Dancing, That's not true. Wants- because uh, a couple of years ago, it was when I first turned 30. Matter of fact, it was when I was 30. And yeah. uh, I, I don't know. I blacked out. But I didn't black out. And I was dancing too hard. And I hurt my back. And my the day after 30, I had my first back pain and uh it was really hard for me to walk. And then the another time thing. I, I mean, was what, thinking, what, what was the problem? You just your
0: back was just hurt.
3: Yeah, I'm a dude. We don't go to the doctor. So we kind of just, you know, deal with the pain. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, what? You know, I that couldn't walk. Stupid. Yeah, I couldn't. You walk. Should, uh,
0: yeah, you should absolutely go to the doctor about that. Does your back still hurt? Back pain is a bad thing, man. That can just get
3: worse sometimes. Yeah, you're right. Because I was uh singing Prince in karaoke uh a little a little while ago, and Prince does this one arm floaty hump the air thing that he that he does. So I tried to mimic that. And I used to do it back in my twenties. And um yeah, and now I have ED. So yeah, it just kinda <laughs>
0: oh my god. All mm-hmm.
3: right. Well, that, that's good something. It hurt. <laughs> Well,
0: Chuck, I'm I'm happy to hear from you as always. Um, But you know, I want to go ahead and uh, introduce someone very special. Whoa, actually, I think someone else just came in the call, but we'll introduce him in a bit. But first, I want to introduce someone uh, very special, a very special guest we have with us today. This is her first appearance on the show. She is a fellow, as as I like to say here on the podcast, she is a fellow podcaster for Mostly True Opinions and a stand up comic who recently dropped her special slash album called I Am The Trash. Please welcome to the show, Katie Kay. How are you doing, today?
2: Hi, thanks for having me.
0: Of course, <laughs> it's wonderful to have you. You know, I, I was just thinking that I introduced you as a stand-up comic. Do you prefer to be called a stand-up comic or stand-up comedian, or do you prefer not to be called at all? Uh,
2: I think they're equal. I don't think uh, yeah. I don't think one is better. So I'll take anything. I think the right the difference
3: slightly like identify
0: like right. <laughs> I I think the difference right is you can be a comedian but not be a stand-up comic. Right, that's the difference. That's why there's two yeah names right. right.
2: Yeah, but I started doing improv and acting and mm-hmm. other stuff. So I'll take either.
0: Okay, fantastic. Yeah. Well, glad to hear it. Um, how you doing today? It's wonderful to have you on. I'm
2: good. I'm I'm like proud of myself for making it because I am also yes. now in my 30s and I was out last night. So yes. I woke up and was like, got a rally.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh rally. Course. Oh man. <laughs> It's like you combine your whole routine into like one big motion, huh? hmm Exactly. <laughs> you know, I I have
0: uh have a question for you. Um, since, since you're a stand-up comic, um, when you tell jokes on stage, do you feel like it's necessary after every joke you tell to remind the audience that you're joking just in case they forget that it's a joke? <laughs> or or is that the stupidest thing you've ever heard?
2: Uh, not the stupidest thing I've ever heard, but <laughs> no, um definitely not. I don't uh I just like double down if people aren't if people are raising an eyebrow at me, I kind of just double down on the joke until mm-hmm. they buy in or not. And I'm not super controversial, like I don't really talk politics or anything on stage. I don't okay, I'm not super raunchy. So I hardly ever have to remind them, you know, like hey, whatever. I'm joking. Sometimes I'll like the joke I'm thinking of when you ask that was I have some jokes about death and sometimes mm-hmm. people's buttholes tighten up and yes. they get all like, ooh. And I'm so in those moments, I'm like, come on, go with me. Buckle <laughs> up. You you consented to this joke. It's fine.
0: <laughs> imagine, that was a rule, imagine you had to say every time after you told a joke, like, yeah. I'm joking. That would I, that
2: That would be really dumb. It would take away some of the the magic.
0: But imagine people were that stupid. Although, you know, some I'm sure there's been some dumb audience members for you. But imagine people were that stupid that they'd have to be like, wait, was that a joke? Or Well, yeah, people are
2: offended by everything. Like, I got yelled at by a school. I was doing a college gig and they got mad that I said, hey, guys, because I said, guys, and that was not inclusive.
1: Yeah, you didn't include everybody.
2: Yeah, so it was that it's when when those types of things start getting nitpicked, then I'm, uh, yeah. all out. I'm <laughs> i like, all out on that.
0: <laughs> I like how you said you got yelled at. So like, were were you sent to like the principal's office? <laughs> like, what? No, happened?
2: they emailed my agent nice. and were like, she didn't use inclusive language on stage, which I'm happy to do. I just was greeting a crowd, so yes. You know also, what I mean? Like, it's not taking a stance on pronouns <laughs> to no, say, hey, of guys, course not. It, it's right. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's it's weird because the way I've always used guys or, you know, hey, you guys, it's just it's just generally everyone. I've never right. meant it like just the men. So, right. I, is that really? I feel like they're.
1: Yeah, that's really nitpicking. Yeah, out. because I mean, think about it. How are you going to know? You know, how are you going to know? Even though, how do you know if they're a guy? No the the term guy the term guys the, the is term general,
3: guys, the term yeah, guys. Yeah, exactly that's why, why now I like, just, you just say hey y'all you know
2: right that's what <laughs> yeah, I started hey, doing y'all.
3: but <laughs> yeah. i feel like
1: the i feel like the only reason somebody would be offended is if they're like why are you calling me a guy
3: well and you just reply back when i don't just, give a fuck
0: it was well, you don't have to do that but i mean it's it, 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 what we're <laughs> you, saying is guys is just it incorporates everyone
1: Yeah, that's what it does. No, I agree. It doesn't have to refer to just.
0: I feel like it incorporated
1: everyone 10, 15 years ago. Well, that's what I'm saying. The way I, you got to be careful, extremely careful nowadays because it is very hard to be creative and funny and tell jokes because everybody takes offense to everything. Well, if they go to a a liberal school, you know, that's if you go to a comedy show, be prepared for some comedy. Don't go. Don't go to a comedy
3: show. Exactly. Where was
0: this gig, Katie?
2: Uh, Eastern Illinois.
0: Eastern Illinois University. All right, cool. Oh, what was the school called? Eastern Illinois University.
3: Eastern Illinois.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, I thought <laughs> she it was just in said
2: it. EIU. Yeah.
1: It <laughs> was in. Yeah. <laughs> I was born and raised in Southern Illinois. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, people are kind of cool. <laughs> so. Is that where you're at now? No, I'm He's in, in Las Vegas. Vegas. That's why,
3: Katie.
2: Oh, I'm in Los Angeles.
3: Ah, oh, dude, I love LA, oh, Katie.
0: Yeah, I want to know. Speaking of, um, you know, the audience giving you shit. Um, so hecklers, right? Have you ever had a bad experience with hecklers? Which I'm sure the answer is yes. But specifically, hecklers that like talk to you, like try to discuss things with you while you're on stage, not just like you know the people talking in the corner and just being annoying and drunk. Yes,
2: actually, this week. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I've had it happen a lot, but one of the worst ones of my career was this week uh at the Irvine wow. Improv, I was down there and um this guy it also it was a Tuesday. Yeah. So <laughs> like what a ridiculous night for someone to be so like obliterated drunk. Mm-hmm. Um but this guy was in the front row and he kept like retorting after every single thing I said, he wouldn't even let me get through a joke. And so then I had to address it because I was trying to just power through because I was one of the first comics on the stage. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, I have to address this. And he was wearing an affliction t-shirt, which I think is funny on its own. Like, so I kind of dug into that and he was older. He was like by older, I mean, just like my dad's age and I have some jokes about my dad because I yes hate my dad yeah (laughs) you've probably heard those um I did so I started doing some dad material and kind of referring to him and then Mm -hmm. security came over and like told him to stop interrupting the show because he was derailing everything so then I stopped talking to him I was like oh affliction got in trouble I'm gonna talk to A different table and like direct my jokes and like get through the rest of the set he did not ever stop he kept like shouting out i couldn't even get through a punchline so then security came and was like kicking him out he was in the front row so you can't like not address this
0: was he alone or was he like with like was he with some people so he
2: had a woman with him and then another couple but i got the story after so they the security guy started telling him to leave. And then he yeah. threw a drink and a napkin in the security guy's face. <laughs> then he started yelling at me and he's like, you can't even take a joke. What a bitch like yelling at me from off stage, And I was like, Oh, everyone clap for the big man. And then I was like, if I, if I wanted to be in a room with older dudes that didn't give a shit about what I was saying, I would just hang out with my dad again yeah. and whatever. So I, I tried like, bringing it
3: back thank you and then i sat down
2: (laughs) i sat down on the stool and was i looked at the people left at at the table the other couple and i was like how do you know him is that your dad like i couldn't tell and they go we were uh we met him hitchhiking and i said (laughs) i was like that's a great start hitchhiking and they go no we were hitchhiking and he picked us up And brought Mm. us to this show.
0: Wow, that's a good question. Who's weirder, the hitchhiker or the guy who picks up hitchhikers?
2: And then I was like, "And you were better behaved." He found you on the highway of on the shoulder of a highway, and you're better behaved.
1: Yeah, I love this. Oh God, that's (laughs) like that could be like the new uh, the new Tinder. You know, you just pick up hitchhikers (laughs) on the highway. Yeah, friend.
2: Exactly, a meet cute. And so I. Truly. So then that was wild. And then he and this woman that got kicked out started screaming like in the back of the club because they were by the front door and they wouldn't leave and they were calling the cops on them.
4: Oh, my God. So
2: after my set, which I got through one entire joke of 20 minutes. Yeah. So after my set, the headliner like hugged me and was like. That was so rough. I'm so sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, and that's then pretty awful.
2: The security guys walked me to my car because they were afraid that they would that the couple was waiting for me outside to, like, get in my face.
0: Or maybe they would have just asked you for a ride.
2: Maybe. Honestly, yeah, they, could
0: have, they could have just done that. But yeah. yeah. No, yeah. that that's that's good. Um, Well, I'm <laughs> glad he didn't, you know, end up like going to your car and shit. But, yeah.
2: Wow. Yeah. So you had but a, it was pretty you had intense. <laughs>
1: You had a 20 minute set.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: That's pretty good. Yeah, actually, thank you. Yeah, that's really good. Because I know a lot of people, don't they normally only get like what five to seven minutes or two to five minutes to just starting kind of out, right? Start out, you know?
2: Yeah, depending. So yeah, on a showcase where there's like maybe six or seven comics on a show, um, that's normal to have like a shorter set, like you're saying. I'm definitely at a point where it does need to be like if I'm driving to Irvine, you know, I need yeah. to like have a longer set. And it, mm-hmm. this uh, producer booked essentially four people that did 20 minutes each or maybe the headliner did 30 because he was doing longer. But yeah, and now I'm while I'm not necessarily like a celebrity name or anything that can get butts in seats, I'm starting to headline. So every time I headline like I did, I've been doing a few of the past weekends. I do 45 minutes.
0: Yeah. Is That's that how long hard. the the special is altogether?
2: Yeah, I recorded an hour when I did it and an then hour. cut out like I left myself some room to cut out like 10 minutes of it. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So I have a question about uh, when you got started, Um, you know, when you wanted to be a stand up comic. But it kind of goes in with one of the jokes you told uh, while I was listening to your special. Um, and I don't want to give too much away because I want people to listen to it. But it involved someone you already mentioned here on the podcast. And how you do not get along with that person. Um, And that person blamed you for something saying, don't make this all about yourself. And then you said, so I decided to grab a microphone and make it all about myself. Yes. Right. So is that now, see, like I said, I'm a stupid person, so I don't know if that's a joke or not. So is that really how you got started being a stand-up comic?
2: Yes. Um, So everything... I know some comics absolutely embellish or whatever for stage, so it's fine that yes. you like it's normal to ask oh, that. God. But I, everything I say on stage is true. Nice. Um, has definitely happened. Um, yeah. So I went through a bad breakup and my dad pieced out uh, mm-hmm. around the same time eight years ago, eight and years ago. um, and so then yeah, I started stand up.
3: You just wait till so your dad so... left you in your twenties. <laughs>
2: Yeah. It was super weird. Like, cause also <laughs> we're, uh, we're adults. Like, we could just have a conversation. <laughs> like,
0: yeah. so that's yeah, what yeah.
2: happened in the joke. That's what I was talking about is I basically met up with him and was like, what gives, like, you could just level with all of us. Like, it doesn't matter. People get divorced. People remarry people like do crazy shit. Like it doesn't matter. Everyone goes through uh, this and he didn't care about anyone's feelings and was like, don't make this about you. And I was like, oh, okay.
0: <laughs> and then he grabbed well, the
2: microphone. Yeah. So now we haven't talked. It kind of went on for like two years. So yeah, I think I haven't talked to him in 10 years, but I started stand up like eight years ago. And so, yeah, it was that happened. And then I went through a breakup and um, I was acting and doing groundlings, and I was getting so frustrated of just not like not getting auditions. And I looked at stand up as a way to do it myself like I can write my own jokes get myself booked I don't have to wait on an agent to get me auditions
1: so how did you come about your first audition
2: so I did an agent like showcase thing where I did a scene from bridesmaids and because Kristen Wig was like my inspo at the time Um, (laughs) and I got an agent like a super boutique agent but an agent from the showcase and then they submitted me on, like, the casting profiles and stuff. Oh, nice.
3: Yeah. that's. Right. Oh, like those online agents? Or you went, like, uh, because there's one here, and I was gonna try to get my daughter involved, and she's like, yeah, you gotta do, like, headshots, and then go to our yeah. class. And I was like, oh, I didn't want to spend no money.
2: Yeah, it's tough, because some, you can't, it's kind of scammy if you have to, like, pay for things off the bat. Yes. But, you also do need headshots to be on casting profiles so it's not totally inappropriate for them to ask you to like get headshots of her um but like paying for it's a slippery slope sure it is good to be in classes if you've never done acting before but also if you're paying them then it's yeah. a little sketch
0: yeah did you go to school for acting then
2: I did yeah yeah i went to usc honestly why but
3: (laughs) (laughs) oh man yeah Because i I want to i mean like a stand-up comedy is easy you can book yourself just walk up and meet a guy but acting is a lot harder (laughs) yeah (laughs) i do
2: both still like i have an an agent for acting uh it's just i don't pour all of my energy into that
1: like i do more stand-up didn't didn't will ferrell go to usc
2: yeah he did
1: (laughs) yeah like Will Will Ferrell is really he's one of like probably the funniest people on the planet for me personally just like my genre I guess or like what I find funny but I remember like you know quite some time ago early on in my 20s I was like looking at like you know different uh creator avenues whether it be like acting or video and I wanted to start shooting film and doing like media production so I started looking at L.A. film school. But then as I kind of dug into things, I was like, oh, shit. Will Ferrell went to yeah. USC. Wow. Yeah. That's like right up the road. You know, mm-hmm. Will Ferrell and KDK went there.
2: <laughs> yeah. And he did Groundlings, too. Very oh, okay. similar paths. <laughs> yeah.
0: So with with the stand up, did so did you just start going to open mics or like how yeah. did that have the beginning process where it just open mics and then you got an agent afterwards or?
2: Yeah. Um. So I ha- I haven't had an agent for stand up until this year. So I've yeah, been booking okay. myself on everything, which has been definitely tough, but rewarding. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I took a writing class of just to, to force myself to start and rip the bandaid off and go to an open mic with like something I'd written in class and like tested in front of other people. Mm. Um, So I did my first open mic in a strip mall in East Hollywood. Um, It was just this little like hole in the wall style, like open mic thing. And there was a bar also in the strip mall. So I bombed my face off like so bad I zero laughs for my first ever open mic. It was so, it was so soul sucking that I left and I was like, I'm never doing this again. I'm an (laughs) idiot. And then I went to the bar in the strip mall and I was like, I need a beverage immediately. And I walked in and the first person I saw was Eliza Schlesinger. She has five Netflix specials and she is my hero. And she turned around and I was like, Eliza. (laughs) (laughs) And I was wearing a stupid fucking shirt that said, I'm sorry, I didn't. I should have asked if we could swear on this.
0: Um, Oh, yeah. You can say fuck if you want. Okay, cool. (laughs) Uh,
2: Thank God. Uh, So. I was wearing a stupid shirt that said Harvard Law. Just kidding. So dumb. And she turns around from the bar and goes, I have that shirt. And I was like, oh, oh, wow. Eliza. And then I was so dumb, but I had no I was kind of shook to see her. And I go, were you just at the open mic? She is multiple Netflix specials. Of course, she was not at the open mic. And she was like, oh, no, I'm just like drink drinking with my friend. Blah, blah, blah. Like she was kind of tipsy at the time. And then yeah. she gave me an email of someone that runs a show at the comedy store and was super sweet. And then I was like, okay, this is a sign from the universe to not give up on stand-up.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. That's yeah. a really lucky encounter right now. It was after very that. cool. I was like, uh, did this happen or did I dream this? But you know, that's okay that you bombed your first set because I was yeah. uh I remember a while ago I was listening to, I think it was a uh, Anthony Cheselneck in a I don't he was in an interview or something. It might have even been his show. Um I think he was talking to Kristen Shaw. Anyway, um, he was talking about he believes comics either the first time they go up on stage, they either bomb like bad or they do an amazing set their first time. He doesn't right. think there's any in between. Right. So I don't. Yeah, I'm glad that didn't tracks. About
1: yeah, <laughs> I feel so. like the better ones bomb, though, because then then they know, you know, then stay they stay humble. It, yeah, they stay <laughs> humble. They know how it feels. It's just like a good. It's just like a good addition to the story. Like, yeah, let me tell you how I started. Nobody wants to hear like, oh, I've been a hero. You know, people want to hear like the client.
3: You know? So right, I started, started from me. the bottom. Started
1: from the bottom. I
3: didn't bomb my first time.
1: <laughs> I well, bombed aren't, like, you, aren't you oh, Aren't you're a hero, huh? You're super oh, hero. wow. Bro, Look at Chuck no, no. over there. Uh, I bombed of... like,
3: I bombed like maybe like, I don't know, maybe like seven shows later. Like when I started, and I was like, yeah, let me start writing about my dad and like when i started writing ghetto stuff then nobody laughed because forgot, i'm in a white ass fucking yeah. area <laughs>
1: like, yeah you gotta i was gonna say man you gotta read the room a little bit you gotta know that yeah no your audience. like the first time it was
3: it was great because you know every other person can laugh about viagra commercials and stuff and now like i started talking about my dad being a crooked cop like nobody found that funny
0: <laughs> you saying, that sounds
3: funny to me, though. I, by, I wait, wait, one. wait!
1: By you saying every other person could laugh at Viagra, are you saying statistically fifty percent of people might need Viagra?
3: Well, talk to every girl you ever talked to and ask them how long does their guy last, and they'll all tell you about well, two or five minutes. Right,
1: then... good, fact, good fact, good
3: fact, Yeah, okay. yeah. I would definitely. Like it's, to so, crooked, it's so. It's so common you now, though. Dude, man, there's every you can. It's so easy to get. It's that's how common it is. You him's fucking Bluetooth is every fucking where. Like it's yeah. And now it's to the point that if you tell, you can tell somebody like, "Hey, girl, I got that Bluetooth." They are excited. They're okay. It's, Bluetooth? It's, it's, What's uh, that? Don't act funny.
4: <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm serious. What are you talking about? Oh, yo, no, I'm Dick. that's what I'm saying oh, you
0: people. Look, look who's here, Stephanie Baynton. Stephanie, Hi. how you doing? Hi,
4: I'm. So I have a, I'm
0: oh, just getting right into strain. it. Okay.
4: Yeah. I have a strain <laughs> knee of the collateral ligaments. Okay. So yes. you didn't
0: break your leg then?
4: No. So disclaimer. It was a Do not, not dance, to don't. Don't. Don't know, so, okay. dance to bad bunny. Don't. I was dancing to bad bunny and my knee gave out. So don't dance to bad bunny.
1: Is there like an age disclaimer on this? <laughs> i'm just That's kidding just, I don't come want on that. jimmy i don't <laughs> want to do I don't wanna know wanna, like just, that i don't want do to be the one i don't want to be the guy i don't be the guy. Oh. hey so merms i kind of want to cycle back around to what you were saying earlier right so whenever you were mentioning like have you ever had to like sit down and tell someone like this is a joke yeah this is all just a joke one of my favorite all-time comedians uh he passed away right he's 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 you know R. richard R. Pryor, mitch Hedberg. And Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor is amazing, too. But Mitch Hedberg, right? Uh, Yeah. Extremely talented, very funny, very witty guy. But he had a special on Netflix. And his special, he would tell jokes and nobody was kind of like vibing with it. Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know what was going on. But I remember he had a joke about um, a banana, like a, a frozen banana. He was like, I got a frozen banana now so I could have a regular banana later.
2: That was so... That's honestly exactly his delivery,
1: too. <laughs> yeah. Like, you must have watched that quite a few like, times. Like, for me, I cracked up laughing. Like, I died laughing, right? Yeah. But you could tell, like, he kind of... At certain points of his joke, he would have to be like, that was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but the yeah. way he would say it in itself was a joke. And I felt like that was extremely genius of him to be yeah. able to still... Like, kind of bomb a joke, but then be like, everybody should laugh now, type Yeah, yeah. So you got to have that sense of
0: humor.
2: He had Good a check. really specific style that only, I feel like, yeah, no one can really recreate it, but he he killed it with that.
1: Killed it. People was knocking on one side of my wall. I told them, there's no door handle. I don't know why they're knocking on the wall when they should be knocking on the door. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, this, this becomes a tribute episode to Mitch yeah, are we Yeah, are we just gonna yeah.
1: like replay his to whole Mitch session? Hedberg. But no, I just wanted to say, like uh, when you said that, that was the first stand-up comedian that came to mind. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, you know, kind of, yeah. I'm gonna give
0: a little bit of... Speaking of Richard Pryor also, I know that's not he you were just talking about, but I mentioned it before. Richard Pryor also bombed his first set, I hear. There we um, go. The reason I ask a lot about the hecklers and stuff is because when I see stand-up com- uh comedy yeah I've never done it myself but when I see it I feel like it is the most like vicious s- style of like stage entertainment because all I've seen shows like I've seen like Broadway shows right like plays and stuff or people just even doing like a seminar and stuff and everyone's always quiet they clap when they need to clap they laugh when they need to clap there's usually no like rambunctious or, you know, people saying yeah. shit to the people on stage. And and there's drinking involved with a lot of that too. I don't know if anyone here's ever been to Broadway, but you can totally drink while you're watching one of those plays. It's, I know the alcohol, you know, obviously helps people be stupid and, you know, say dumb things to the stand-up comics. So I'm wondering what it is exactly about comedy that makes people want to, you know, start talking or shouting shit at you. Is it because they might have, different views from what you said in jokes or like, what, what is it? Like, why don't we see or hear more stories about like, you know, people at Hamilton and someone starts shouting at <laughs> the guy playing like Thomas Jefferson, like, fuck you, Tom. Like, why don't we hear shit like that? Why is right. it only with stand up comics? Do you?
2: Um, I think because it's more of a, it seems more casual to the audience. Also a lot of times, like if comics are doing crowd work, you're, inviting a certain amount of dialogue where they can talk back but then it just goes like a step too far or they like over overreach also because stand-up comics are giving unless they had someone write their jokes yeah (laughs) they're giving their their opinion whereas like people in a play are just doing people know there's a script and it's not just like that person they're acting so I feel like yeah it's more personal it's that it's the comedian's perspective and then it like kind of depending on the comic invites a little bit of dialogue anyways. And then it's Mm -hmm. a slippery slope from there. Whenever the wrong person decides it's time for them to get involved.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Not only to
1: say something, not only that, but as a stand-up comedian, I could only imagine like you are the show you're on the stage. Right. So it's you. And then if you think about the, the odds and the ratio, that's like one to an average of like, let's say 35 to 50 right, like a small bar or something or wherever you're doing a show, one opinion against like the odds of 35 others. So someone's going to have a different opinion in the crowd. Yeah, and, exactly. Merms, nobody's going to be like, hey, the dude in the back of the ballet. Yeah, that was a <laughs> terrible fucking turnaround you did. I could do a better turnaround than that. and just like solo out one guy on the stage of yeah. like, 15, 20 dancers. Whereas in the comic, it's like, you're on stage. It's you against 50 other individuals, and they're obviously there to see you, but at the same time, you're going to offend somebody. that Without, right. Without a Yeah. I, I don't
0: know. I just always what? feel bad because it's just such, I don't know. It's so, I, I it's rude. Like, I don't, I, when you go anywhere to watch anything, even if you're fucking seeing a movie, just don't, I don't know. That's how I've always been. It's just why do you need to fucking talk right now. Right. Ugh. You I can like go home. Asshole
2: talk shit about me in the car like everyone else you know
0: Yeah, home. like everyone else will. yeah exactly well know.
3: when i uh when i had like a, a heckler or whatever i and they're trying to offend me i just i play i i always play saying in an argument anyway so i'm always soft and then i just pretty much agree yeah you agree <laughs> with that <laughs> yeah i just i just
1: agree so, you man. know so, so about, what do they right, say that you heckler. agree with? <laughs> no, 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 let's let's test this. Out. I'll I'll be a heckler, right? I'll be okay. a heckler. Chuck, you be the stand-up comedian and just and just
3: I'm just agree. I just agree. I just I, if I if that wasn't funny, I, I mean I guess it sucks. I'm sorry. All
1: right, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna come into character as someone that you in your current location would do comedy too. Okay. All right. Shock on a beer real quick, mm. and then uh, Chuck, you're gonna you're gonna tell a joke. Tell a tell a joke, Chuck. Hunter. Yeah, t- tell us a joke
3: right tell now. Joke. <laughs> tell me a joke. Right
1: now. Yeah.
0: Think of a
3: joke. All right. Um, so you know how in, in porn, you know, when you, you slap your dick against a vagina, you know, God that's damn, what,
1: a poor, man. That's what I'm talking about right there.
3: It's not considered foreplay. It's we've been lied to this whole time. We thought it was foreplay, and that's not foreplay.
2: He powers through. Jimmy, All I'm, right. Jimmy, Jimmy. This oh is man, I'm just,
1: <laughs> God damn, man. Fun. I'm just yeah, that, that's all right, can, can we? I, I thought you. you you totally. Oh, uh, bad heckler! That was a good <laughs> yeah. joke. I don't know what
3: to was man. It wasn't
1: <laughs> it was like true. the best joke, but I'm—I was trying to get the character as like a. As a character.
3: What about guy? when the
1: dick hits your forehead, man? What are you gonna do, man? You On know top.
3: I I uh, if it's bigger than mine, then I guess I'm just gonna bow to it. <laughs> just.
1: That's how you deal with hecklers.
3: Yeah. That's,
1: I mean I didn't know what to do just now heckler inception
2: yeah. there were you yeah. you were heckling the heckler
1: yeah I just bowed to it like this one this one this gay
3: guy he was like oh my god that's not even it's not even real porn's not even real and I was like I know it's not real but when you got a girl who will not suck dick that's all that's happening have. right now why is this all porn related I'm really I was like that's the, all I have I was like the, you I was like, you're gay, so you don't I was like, you both suck dick, so it's okay. <laughs> and then you know, they was like, oh, and then I was like, so I guess you won't be slapping your dick against a vagina just to you're getting your dick sucked, so you're okay. Me on the other hand, I'm not. He's so slapping just, his just dick on his
4: on his nuts.
2: I like how five minutes ago I was like, Can I swear on this? And now you're <laughs> yeah. like,
3: Yeah, now <laughs> we're slap
0: talking his about <laughs>
3: take the forehead. Oh, it's tried to hurt my feelings. You can't hurt my feelings. Like I don't, I don't get offended by anything. <laughs> Chuck, no, no. all right, relax. We're not, we're not. I understand you're not getting offended anymore.
0: Um, yeah. okay, I wanted to ask you something before we move into one of our favorite segments we uh, do here at Great Morning. If you had to have a say, there was like a new Mount Rushmore, right? They're making a new Mount Rushmore, mm-hmm. um, kind of situation, and they asked you to put. So there's four heads, right? You put the heads of who you think the greatest stand-up comics are. Mm -hmm. Who are the four? Who are Mm -hmm. the four you'd put up there?
2: Okay. Well, she wasn't necessarily a stand-up comic, but she's like one of my reason I've always wanted to do comedy was Carol Burnett. Okay. I feel like yeah, I used to watch her show with my grandmother. Um. So she has to be on there. And then I would say yeah, uh, Robin Williams.
0: Okay. Two. Great,
2: great choice. Ooh, it's so hot.
0: I know this is you definitely can only have two more. I
2: know. Um, okay, I recently did a show with him, and he is as funny as everyone says. David Spade.
0: Wow. Oh, that's awesome. I love yeah. David Spade.
2: Yeah, he's truly like also very sweet and not yeah. a douche, which is I so nice. lovely. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. I was like, "Am I breathing the same air as these people?" But <laughs>
0: That's incredible.
2: It was cool. Um, and then,
0: ooh, um, oh,
2: Bob Saget.
0: Oh, uh, Bob Saget. Oh yes. man, that was there you know you, you you made that joke about him right in the in your special.
2: I did.
0: Yeah, and then and then you said it's funny as you went on with that joke, right? Because I doubled down. With, like you were like, I just realized now that both these people are dead. Yeah. You mentioned that. Yeah. That's sad. Right? It how did is. he die again? He hit his head and then that yeah. was, he just went to sleep. He didn't like get it checked out. Yeah. What? It was really, that's how he died?
2: Accident. Yeah. He hit his yeah. head and uh, didn't realize. But I recently got a concussion. And I, when I tell you that's all I thought about was Bob Saget and I didn't sleep for yeah. like two days.
0: Yeah. That's how I, so I get a little paranoid myself because. Yeah. I mean, first of all, it's true. Like, if you get a head injury, sometimes it it doesn't even feel like it's bad. And it could be, it could, obviously, I mean, look what happened to Bob Say. He thought he was fine. You just need to lay down. And he fucking exactly. died that night. Yeah. So you never know how bad those injuries are. Yeah. You'll hear those stories a lot. Um, like, c- cops will say, like, you know, sometimes in a car accident, you know, people will be bloody and mangled. And those people, a lot of the times, end up being fine right but then other people they they're like yeah my head just kind of hurts a little bit and then they sit on the sidewalk tops waiting for an ambulance to come and then the person will just keel over and die
2: There's yeah no
0: blood or anything it's just like you get hit hard enough that'll fuck you up and Bob exactly. Saget was older too so yeah it wasn't yeah that Jeez. was sad Bob yeah, Saget crazy. was really funny that was really Dang, sad
3: the more you know I, I really thought it was just because he did a good show that night before yeah. the, and then gone I, man I was yeah I think, yeah Sad.
0: Well, you know, I'm I'm sorry to make it sad here, but uh, speaking of sad, I think it's time that we go into one of our favorite segments. That's the segue. <laughs>
1: Did you like that segue? Hey, I, there thought, we go. I thought that was my. That I tried was, to hey, do. Speaking of sad and terrible. terrible.
0: <laughs> speaking of. I always try to make it the worst segue possible when we're going to the word of the day. So anyway, we want to do with you, Katie, right now, we want to do uh, one of our favorite segments we like to do here at Great Morning. And that is, of course, the word of the day. Word. 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 Word of the day. Oh. So how the word of the day works, Katie, is um, usually since Jimmy's in Vegas, he we, like we knew this beforehand that this was going to be this way. But usually he has uh, what we call the big old dick. <sighs> it's a big old dictionary, an original Webster's dictionary that Jimmy's had in his family for uh, thousands and thousands of years. Right. There Jimmy? We go. Um, thousands. thousands of years. And uh, so what Jimmy usually does is he opens it up. He puts his finger down randomly on a random page, lifts his finger up, and whatever his finger landed on will be our word of the day. Now, with season, actually, seasons three, four, and five of Great Morning, we've had our guests have to use that word in a sentence on the spot. And at the end of the season, we rate our top ten guests' word of the day sentences. Okay. And the, (laughs) the number one winner usually wins a trophy. So what you get graded on is how creative the sentence was, if you use the word correctly, and, of course, if it was funny. So, are you ready for the word of the day? Yeah, no pressure at all. (laughs) We're putting you on the spot. So, I have it. Jimmy did this beforehand before he went to Vegas, of course. So, he sent me the word of the day. Don't worry, I always watch him. All right, we do plenty of meetings. So, he's not, you know, he's He's not not lying or anything. He's not a cheater like Jimmy likes to talk about. So, (laughs) Katie, are you ready for your word? I'm ready. All right. Your word is suntan. Shut up. Shut up And I will spell it and I will give the de- definition Suntan S-U-N-T-A-N Maybe you weren't A browning of the skin from exposure To the rays of the sun Okay So that is your Is this your word.
2: triggering stuff? Is something happened in the past? Yeah, what, what's wrong? Yeah, we no, decided
1: did, to pick this know. word right after we mentioned uh, You offended people in the crowd by saying Guys, we figured we'd attack you ethically As well <laughs> yeah this is it no it's a suntan show no oh
4: my i'm just kidding go I'm ahead katie go you got
1: it you girl. got it Kate. go do what you do i'm excited do for mean? this one
4: mm, go ahead
1: we're excited
4: oh my god
2: okay well, i'm trying yep. to think of a if i have any jokes that involve a <laughs> suntan um mm, oh okay so i went and got a fake suntan and it turned out that I was looking jaundice after it happened. I was a little bit orange, but I was born jaundice. So it was really a full circle moment for me.
0: Fantastic. <laughs> All right. Love it.
3: I love nice. it. Nice. Good stuff. Nice day to you one okay thanks that was almost (laughs) i
1: almost i jaundice was a great word too it's like a strong word thank you that's a a great word
2: i looked like an apricot truly it was it was bad (laughs) it's
4: all right it's okay
2: my mom had to set me by a window so that i would turn like regular whatever color I am now. Get out of uh, here.
0: What, what are you're... you a fucking plant? What are you talking? About? Yeah,
2: that was what they the doctor recommended was sit her Set by the her window. by the window.
0: Water and her then... every six hours. Yeah, when out.
2: I got the spray tan, I turned that color again and I sent a picture to my mom and she was like, Wow, you're basically an infant again.
0: Oh, <laughs> God. How old were you when that happened?
2: Uh the spray tan?
0: Yeah.
2: Um I think I was like 21.
0: So oh, okay. That tracks live and learn you live and learn of course <laughs> um you know i wanted to see if we had another segment also here for katie um stephanie you mentioned the other day because i know last episode last mm-hmm. episode you uh you start you did something new here at the podcast yes. that, you, that you usually you, you've never done before and, no. and we kind of we kind of loved it yeah um do you have any more of that or- yeah I- Oh fuck yeah. All right, Stephanie is going to tell us some dad jokes. <laughs> oh my god, I'm excited. Okay. And I I'm excited to see if any will beat the one from last episode. Can you do you do you remember that one? Could you tell that again because I just love that. We all love that one so much. The
4: Yeah. Oh, um, hold on. I have it written down. Hold on. Okay.
0: <laughs> I want Katie to hear it. I think okay. she'll enjoy that one ready yep. yes
4: at my boss's funeral kneeling and whispering at the coffin who's thinking outside the box Ooh. now shut your mouth <laughs> <laughs> the
0: dog the dog came in there for that
4: the dog the dog really <laughs> stepped on your punchline yeah yeah wow
0: that was a bad heckle right
4: there <laughs> get out you want my damn food get out here get away I mean bye anyway yes <laughs> that was boo but anyway I do have more jokes
0: Yes, please. We want to hear them.
4: Okay. Ready? Yes. All right. So I'm fine, but I'm recording. Anyway. So
0: many hucklers on your end. <laughs> oh my God. The minute it's we so try heavy. to bring you in, everyone's just like, let's let's come in there. The time start talking anyway. to okay.
4: Stephanie. Ready? So I told my wife to embrace her mistakes. She gave me a hug. Uh,
0: <laughs> okay.
4: <laughs> but um <laughs> whatever. All right, hold on, hold on.
0: All right, don't get angry at me. You didn't write them. It's fine.
4: That's fine. That's fine. Oh, ready? What did Spartacus say when the lion ate his wife? Nothing. He was gladiator.
0: <laughs> uh, that made Jimmy laugh. That one made Jimmy yeah, laugh. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> I right uh, okay. Okay. Ready? Hey, you know, Katie, you should rate these. <laughs> like oh a one gosh. to a ten. To see <laughs> how good they are.
4: Ready? Ready?
0: We need a comedian's perspective on these. <laughs>
4: I was reading about atheism. Turns okay. out, is a nonprofit organization. Get it? Oh God! Oh, you got it. that one was a thinker. Wow! Yeah. Nonprofit.
2: Oh, profit. Profit. Like
0: yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like Jesus. Yes.
4: Yeah.
2: There we go. Okay. Oh. Yeah. I mean, that one gets like a seven because you had to like really Google it. Basically. <laughs> we all yeah. had to sit there for a second.
4: Yeah. Okay. So, my mom was a radiologist. She met my dad when he came in for x-rays. I wonder what she saw in him. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: <right>. okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. you. Okay. K- Katie, what was your
4: rating for that one? Um, Be five. harsh if you want to. A five, yeah. a five. Okay. okay, okay, okay. Did you know Albert Einstein had a younger brother named Frank? He was a monster.
1: Uh, Frankenstein oh, okay. Another thinker
4: <laughs> Yeah, no, a thinker it, it gets a seven tied
0: with the other thinker
4: Okay, okay, okay
0: I like how Stephanie laughs after everyone she knows
4: <laughs> She provides her own laugh track She's like, this is
0: hilarious
4: <laughs> Okay, dear optimist, pessimist, and realist While you were arguing about the glass of water I drank it,
1: the opportunist <laughs> <laughs> that's it's just like a, a life lesson quote. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I was like, "That's uh that's a good, you know, law to live by."
2: Yeah, get that in okay. a tattoo.
1: Yeah, yeah. Th- I can't. Yeah, <laughs> put it on a shirt and then meet one of your celebrity. Uh, yeah, you know, like
0: celebrity people you look up to. Mom, yeah, maybe that's yeah. what. Maybe that's what's gonna happen with you, Katie. Every time you wear like a crazy shirt, you'll just meet someone like super. I amazing. hope so
2: that's all i can hope for i hope you're
0: shopping your all the time yeah. Yeah. buy new
1: shirts all the
0: time <laughs> don't talk to me until i've had my coffee huh? okay yeah any more stuff <laughs> she's like she's like can these guys shut up so i can tell them more dad jokes yeah Go more dad it, jokes
4: Stephanie. okay what do you call a zombie who doesn't joke around dead serious I...
2: <laughs> okay i like
1: that one <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> <laughs>
2: she is like, <laughs> cracking
1: herself up. It's, it's... What's the rate? What's the rate? Is it above a seven?
2: Oh, yeah. That one gets a nine. Nice. Yeah. All right. All right. All right.
4: All right. All right. Scientists have recently discovered a food that greatly reduces sex drive. It's called wedding cake. Uh... <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: okay. All right. All right. All right, maybe maybe uh maybe three more, Stephanie, and we'll uh, okay. Okay, okay. there's so many. (laughs) I know. (laughs) know.
4: (laughs) Yesterday, I read an article about the dangers of drinking too much. It scared the hell out of me, so today I decided to never read it again.
1: Another thing to live by. Yeah,
2: Yeah. that those. This is just solid advice.
1: Yeah, just just like mentorship at this point. Yeah.
4: (laughs) Oh well, you know,
1: Uncle Life Lessons. Yeah. Yeah. Dad lessons from Stephanie.
4: Dad yes. lessons. Tablets were replaced by scrolls. Scrolls were replaced by books. Now we scroll through books on tablets.
1: Again, that's it's just true. an observation.
4: <laughs> that's, that's more like an observation.
1: So, just a social awareness.
4: <laughs> yes. Social.
1: All right. Okay. Last one, Stephanie. From dad.
4: Okay. okay Big okay. finish. Big finish. Okay. A man goes to a funeral and asks the widow, mind if I say a word? She says, please do. The man clears his throat and says, bargain. The widow replies, thanks. That means a great deal. Wow. Uh, wow. That one was, uh, we had to wait for
0: it.
1: <laughs> wow. All it right. had a climax. Big build up. It. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was-,
0: <laughs> she was cracking herself up. <laughs>
4: These get me all the time. <laughs> Oh. no
0: wonder you wanted
1: to tell these on the podcast. You're just <laughs> sitting around reading. I just imagine you reading these before you go to bed. I want that as a job. I just want to look up dad jokes all day. That is
0: her job. That's what she's <laughs> doing here. What are you talking about? Yeah.
1: I no want that as a job.
4: But yeah, <laughs> oh, that is that is all for you, Puerto Rican Mamacita. Dad
0: Hell just- yeah. Woo! Love, love the dad jokes, Stephanie. Thank you for some of them. Um I have a few more questions here for Katie that I wanted to ask. Um Katie. When you get on stage, okay, so let, let's start back, though, when you first started doing comedy. Did you get, like, really anxious and nervous before you went on stage? And if so, has that somewhat continued now throughout your years doing comedy?
2: Um, I definitely used to get nerves um, Yeah, probably for the first few years. Mm-hmm. And then I went through a little bit of it when we started doing live shows again um, after quarantine of yeah. just like, oh, I haven't been on an actual stage in a while but and now honestly not really i really don't get nervous before shows at all anymore unless it's like like whenever i do the lineups where i'm like introducing david spade or something then i get a little <laughs> nervous because i'm like oh but um, you're
0: more nervous like just meeting david spade not exactly the yeah not audience. in front of the audience exactly
2: so yeah not really anymore
0: that's awesome um when when you go out uh on the stage and like, like I said, there's definitions of hecklers, right? So there's like the heckler that's yelling at you, but then there's those hecklers, like say just a group of people that are drinking and they just start talking mm-hmm. right? and it's just kind of annoying because you hear these fucking people talking. How do you deal with that in those situations?
2: Yeah, I it depends on where they're located in the audience. If I feel like the rest of the audience is also annoyed by them, then I'll address it. And just like kind of call them out. But if other if the rest of the audience is like ignoring them and just still into the show, then I try not to derail. But if they're disrupting everyone else, then you then you have to address the elephant in the room. So then I'll be like, okay, meeting of the minds. Hi, this isn't a podcast. I can hear you like, you know what I mean? I'll like like,
1: call it out. I feel like as soon as you address someone in the crowd, you like you said earlier, you kind of now you're sharing the stage, right? And everyone's right. everyone's ego and pride is kind of going to be on the line. So of course, the person in the crowd doesn't want to get like, punked out. So they're going right. to like be even worse. I got a question for you, Katie. Yes. Have you ever met Middle Ditch and Swartz?
2: No, but I've wanted. Oh God, on my list for sure. Um, oh my
1: gosh, they're improv.
2: I've seen, uh, I've seen their stuff, and then not ever in person though, because every time the tickets go on sale, they sell out, and like five minutes oh okay um but yeah my husband's a huge fan and has been to their shows
1: yeah so if for the listeners could you give could you tell us Mercy? do you know middle middle no i i actually don't i'm steph I'm steph do you know completely ignorant steph? here do, do you know middle distance sports stuff? do you know stephanie knew oh. It herself oh nope. <laughs> nope katie katie go ahead and you know for the listeners Describe. Yeah.
2: Yeah. As far as like what my husband tells me to about their live shows, it's like mostly improvised and it's two guys and they're so it's improvised and stand up. It's like both. And they are just it's specifically them like they have like the best chemistry and they take like suggestions from the audience. So they do like break that fourth wall and invite like a, a back and forth, but they just handle it so well. Yeah, definitely look them up like if anyone's listening or you guys look up later like it's it's really cool to see. Like yep. on paper it sounds super like basic, but when you see them doing it it's really
1: fun. No, it's pretty it's pretty dope. But have you ever thought about doing like improv, stand-up comedy like that? She did do improv. You yeah. have done improv, right, Katie? Oh, really?
2: Yeah, yeah. So I did um the Groundlings and stuff, which some of the SNL cast members did. Um I did all like 4 years of it when I moved here. And I was still in college and stuff. So I think it was right before I did stand up, I was doing improv. So I like have a background in that and I would be super down if that comes up again in my career. But the thing that frustrated me is like those two guys have such a good chemistry and it's so hard to find that. Like when I was in the groundlings, you're just paired with random strangers and you don't always have like a great stage chemistry with them. Or like you have completely different ideas of what you want to do on stage. And then they're just kind of like not vibing. I don't know. So it's really hard to find those like people you're, you have a lot of chemistry with, and then you have to rely on other people while you're on stage. So that's why I started stand up instead, because I was like, I can just write what I want to write.
1: Yeah. Control the, control the stage a little bit more.
2: Exactly. Yeah.
0: You know. Speaking of, I know you mentioned very quickly there, Katie, um, Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Have you ever thought, how does that work? Have you ever thought of auditioning for Saturday Night Live?
2: Yeah, you usually have to have like an agent pitch you. So that's definitely on my radar. And I've had um, people in the past, like in the industry, tell me like, you should definitely audition. The only thing is I don't do impressions. Um, I wish I was cool enough for that. Uh, Maybe someday (laughs) I can learn, but there are. In the audition for SNL they definitely like for you to have either impressions or characters and I can do characters from like my days in improv and stuff. Yeah. Um it's definitely something I would love to do in my career. And I actually the one of the new cast oh, yeah. members uh is Michael Longfellow and okay. so he's a new I'm... cast member for this season and he's one of my like friends in stand up comedy. Um so it's cool seeing my peers wow. get to that point. Yeah. Um, and I'm friends with a guy that was on I forget what season it was, but like Luke Knoll he was on a season like, and he's a stand-up comic that I know. um so it's just cool getting to see the people in my circles get to that point and like maybe yeah. I'll get to audition someday, but they're I mean, they're crushing it so
0: yeah, hell yeah even even uh with that, you you said his name is Michael, right? Yeah, yeah. so he at least can tell you more about how the process goes. The process, yeah. Yeah. So, because from what I heard, and this is just from a John Mulaney joke, because John (laughs) Mulaney, yeah, he, so John Mulaney auditioned for Saturday Night Live, um, I don't know, what, 15 years ago or something. Yeah. And he, so he, the way he kind of described it, and from what I understood, is like, you audition, you do this stuff for them, and then either three things happen. One, nothing happens, you don't get on SNL. It's that's just it Two, you get picked as being, you know, part of that new cast. I forget what they call it. Like uh, it when they're doing like in the beginning, they're like saying all the names. It, it's kind of like in the featuring section when you're just there for the first right. year, and then you go to the main cast. So you can get on like that. Or what happened with John Mulaney was I guess Lauren Michaels was like, hey, like we like you you're really funny, but we don't know if you're like funny enough to just be on the show. So how about being a writer? And then they do yeah. that. That's like the third option that can happen. So, right. but then a lot of the times it turns out the writers are sometimes way more funny than some of the cast members. Yeah. Because John Mulaney is one of, first of all, he's he's hilarious. And like, there's other, there's been a crazy amount of great writers. Uh, J.B. Smoove was on there. Um, Conan O'Brien, right? Conan O'Brien wrote for SNL. Mm-hmm. So have you ever thought about Maybe that, like like writing the skits yourself.
2: Yeah, I have. I wrote um, during the pandemic. I wrote a pilot. I wrote some sketches. So oh, I fuck yeah. I really like writing. Also, mm-hmm. I think at this point in entertainment, you have to be like a Swiss army knife of a human and yeah. be able to do a lot of different things. So I definitely have stuff up my sleeve. Should the opportunity ever arise, I would be like, here's my writing packet. Mm hmm. Can I?
1: Yeah. <laughs> do you think that people could break into that industry if they didn't know anyone? Or do you mm-hmm. feel like it's, it's truly like one of those network, you um, know, somebody, but also you, I mean, you have yeah. what it takes to back it up, but you do need to know somebody to kind of break it.
2: Yeah. I mean, for sure. I knew zero humans and like, not that I've made it or anything, but it is definitely about putting yourself out there and um, networking with who you have. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's about having your shit together once the opportunity finally gets to Mm. you.
1: Preparation. Yeah. Which, you know, sometimes people get their shit together by having like really shitty childhood and then they use that as a tool.
2: And then they turn that
1: around, you know? Or like, I I truly thought that earlier, like whenever he was like, yeah, because I hate my dad. Like when he snuck that in there, I thought that was a joke. But then now I'm learning. I'm like, oh shit, this is actually (laughs) a real thing. (laughs) Uh Which it actually makes it a lot more entertaining. Yeah, yeah. That, see, that's that's why
0: you have to ask the comedian every time if 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 it's a joke they're telling. If it was wrong. real, yeah. Yeah. yeah Wait, is a this joke. a joke? That's that's how I interrupt shows. Like every two minutes, I say, "Is this a joke?" <laughs> is she for real? I start laughing. Yeah. yeah. you kidding me. I'm you ridiculous like that. Um, I have. Mention, have oh, go ahead.
1: oh no. Go ahead. No.
0: Oh, please, I was just sir, gonna say. Didn't go we ahead.
1: mention? We've talked about SNL a couple times on our podcast. Yes. Uh, I think. Oh man, his name's kind of slipping my mind, but he, he was one Nope. Farley. Oh, okay. (laughs) Why Pete Davidson and Chris Farley just connected like that as soon as you said Pete Davidson. That is weird because they do not know each other.
0: The one (laughs) has been dead for a number of years. Yeah. yeah. And is now no longer on SNL.
1: But no, Chris Farley. I remember Chris Farley. um, He would like people kind of talked about, you know, because like after his death, they talked about like how much SNL stressed him out a little bit and also how he just kind of went off the rails with partying, and drinking and all this stuff. But mm. the cast at the time was like so close knit. And I feel like that's why the network's important, right? Because the cast was so close knit that every single person like tried to do their best to look out for Chris Farr. They're like, yo, man, sleep oh, yeah. on this couch in the office. Just make the show tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And the, um, the amount of hours it takes to like it's a high pressure environment, yeah. right? They write sketches every week. Mm-hmm. And they have to deal with
0: Like not only so, yeah, you're right. All that shit. So imagine everything that would come with the stress of having to write shows every week unless they're off for the season. But then also bring in another reason I really like John Mulaney stand up is he talks about those times when he just wrote for SNL. And so usually the guest, right, is someone like really famous. Right. And they don't have to be a comedian. So sometimes they just get like musical guests or like whoever the host. Sorry, the host, not guest of the show is that day is just usually someone big. And he talked about when fucking Mick Jagger was on from the Rolling Stones. (laughs) And have you, Katie, have you heard this joke? No. Oh, he, so he talks about Mick Jagger came on and he's like, yeah. And people ask me, is Mick Jagger a nice guy? No, he's not, but he's Mick Jagger. So he doesn't live in the same, it's weird seeing people with that high of a status. Like people- yeah, people have been screaming at Mick Jagger for 50 years straight like he's a god on yeah. stage. That's going to fucking change you. He said Mick Jagger would sit there and just say Diet Coke and hold out his hand and someone would run over and just give him a Diet Coke. That's wild. Yeah, so like some of those. Some
2: that of those echelon. Hosts,
1: I know That's it's a- it, it's a high echelon.
0: So mm-hmm. imagine just dealing with that because he so yeah. the, that's what I'm getting to is like the stress of just even whoever the host is. Because John Mulaney tried to like pitch him like a funny song to do for one of his skits. And he, would and he was like, like no. Pitch, he, so he would pitch him the sentence and he'd be like, how does this sound? And Mick Jagger would just go, no. And like yell at him, point at him like that. And he'd be like, all right, how about this? And then Mick Jagger would be like, yeah. And that's oh,
2: that's how he had that's to deal it. with this fucking guy for oh a week. Oh, my God.
0: So, yeah, there, there's That's some, wild. There's fucking stress. Yeah, I I I I am positive it's stressful. I wonder why so many people on that have used hard drugs. Yeah. It's a big show. deal. If you miss so, one
1: show, that's a that's a
0: big deal if you miss a show, man. Oof. You know, I uh I have something here before we start um wrapping some things up. Um so Katie, I know as a stand-up comedian or stand-up comic, whichever you prefer to be called. Um that You're used to having to notice the little things or even big things in life, and then you can take that and use that in jokes, things about your own life, things you see out in the street, all these things we see, hear, and smell, you can make a joke about it. That's one of the great things about being a stand-up comic. So I have a story for you about a not-so-subtle airplane ride I had, and I wonder how you would have taken what I saw if you were in my shoes And maybe you wouldn't have done a joke with it, but maybe you would have said something. I want to hear what you think of this. I was, uh, this was months ago. I was flying back from Boston. I I was seeing uh, everybody's friend Donnie there. Flying back from Boston. And the plane was stuck on the runway for like 45 minutes, right? We're on the plane. It's in the runway now. And they're like, yeah, you can't get up because we we might take off soon. We might not. There's something wrong with another plane in the way, blah, blah, blah. So we had to sit there. I'm sitting next to this guy. I didn't know this guy. He says, not really to me. He's kind of looking forward, but I guess I'm the only one there to hear him. And he's just like, damn, I really got a piss. I hate that they they say you can't get up for this shit. And I kind of like looked over and I was just kind of like, I shrugged. I was like, no, no, no. I don't want to talk to this guy. Five minutes later, I see him pull out a water bottle. No. Finish, yep. You know, no. <laughs> you see where this is. You're you're ahead of me. <laughs> so he uh, he finishes the water. And then I hear like kind of moving around, right? And I'm like reading something and I I like I'm trying to like glance over. I'm like, there's no there's no way. And this guy like took out his unit and started pissing in the water bottle. Jesus Christ. His private right. part his his private part was out. Was
2: he sitting right next to you?
0: So, yeah, that I mean, well, he was there, but like no, the middle seat was open. It wasn't a okay. packed flight. So yeah, he wasn't like right next to me, but I mean it you was know, only two seats over. It's like, you know, I'm the aisle. He's the window. So
1: if your, elbows oh, were, okay. yeah. if, your, if your elbows were touching in that situation, what would you say? What would you say to him? See, that's one of those things is I, I would
0: like to think that I'd be I'd have the courage to be like, hey, man, don't fucking do that. That's gross. But also, if a man does that on an airplane, that's to me, that kind of seems like a person who doesn't give a fuck. So right. I kind of. I'd also be a little afraid to say something to this person who openly yeah. like openly has is, is, as Jimmy said, his private parts out and pissing in the water bottle. And then it was weird <laughs> because I don't know if anyone here has ever um, pissed before, but it usually has a smell um, of some sorts. So on the plane, it just started smelling like piss. And like I could see the other people around us are kind of like, fuck, is, is, that is someone Did someone piss on the floor Also,
2: I'm sure they could hear him peeing. There's a lot of things going on with all your senses.
0: Yeah. So it's, I mean, yeah, maybe he was able to get away with it a little more because, you know, some people are talking to each other. It wasn't like completely quiet. But yeah, like there's that like, like in hitting the plat, it was like a plastic water bottle. What you're drinking right now. Yeah. And that's horrific. And he closed it up after, (laughs) like I saw him do all of this and I was just kind of like, my God. And. Closed up after and he like put it kind of beside him but the smell would not go away even though he closed the bottle up i kind of like at one point i like pretend to like reach down for my shoe i kind of look over i see by his shoes that a lot of it was on the floor like obviously it was a little water bottle head like you can't oh my god you can't have so many questions (laughs) <laughs> I, disgusting dude, how disgusting is that so it's not
2: a it's a plane not a porta potty jesus
0: this man had to piss i guess but i mean jesus i would i would have honestly at that point if you had to pee that bad on a plane and they said you couldn't get up i what i would have done is i would have like quickly just gotten up and gone to the bathroom real quick without any right. looking
2: let him yell at you later you're like yeah, do you like, want me you to pee p- myself on your plane you
0: can mm-hmm. yell at me afterwards that's fine I'm so, I'm so sorry i i shouldn't have drank that water bottle but yeah, he pissed right next to me. And I don't, I've been waiting for a certain episode to share this story with you guys. Jesus, because I, that's crazy. I don't know. I don't know what to do with my life now that I saw. <laughs> yeah, I you're know. forever changed. Mm-hmm. I'm forever changed. I, you're woke. I feel like I, I, Katie, maybe you've noticed this and Jimmy, maybe you've noticed this as well. I feel like, I think it's, it's partly due to the pandemic. I feel like after, you know, the time we spent in quarantine and you know, like watching the news constantly, just all this stuff going on during 2020. And we were stuck inside a lot. We got a little more like comfortable with ourselves in a way. So I feel like ever since 2020, I've been noticing people doing more odd shit like yeah. out in public.
2: People don't know how to act anymore. Yeah.
0: yeah, so. Absolutely. I I, I don't know how you would take that. I just wanted to share that yeah. with you. I, I don't know. How would you have handled that case? oh yeah i would truly wild
2: i would definitely be writing a bit about it a hundred percent usually like whenever such weird shit happens to me i'll take the story on stage and then just see which pieces people laugh at yeah and then kind of trim the story down from there so yeah that's what i would try doing first but that is fucking hilarious uh and i'm sorry that you're scarred (laughs) now uh but yeah
0: I, I don't, it, it wasn't, it, it obviously it's not like it was traumatic, but it was just more like, it was more like, I can't believe it's okay I guess to like, have a little shame, right? Like maybe you yeah. should have a little shame in your life. Like don't do that. A like, healthy I amount I don't of shame. Know.
2: I guess if you were in like a urinal situation, someone whips their dick out that close to you in a bathroom, but you just saw one in the wild. So <laughs> in the
1: wild. Yeah. I like yeah. that it's in the a wild habit, in a water bottle natural
0: habitat you <laughs> know yeah in the natural um, sitting in the the giant metal tube that's it's jarring guy yeah
2: it's jarring
0: yeah it's <clears throat> um so i i i didn't know i didn't i i don't know i any i just want thoughts on that because that that is something i honestly saw in my life now and that's
2: um, insane what airline was it
0: Ooh, it was United. United, yeah. yeah. Oh. oh, wait, sorry. Um, I we shouldn't say that over the podcast. So um No, let him have it. Uh uh Three plane rides for life. You you <laughs> yeah, should be compensated. I'm fucking United. Yeah. Yeah. You know, United usually isn't as bad as the other ones, though. I, I thought you were I, gonna I,
2: say it was like spirit or something.
0: No, see, I feel like that would have made more sense, but no, it yeah. was just plain old United. This yeah. guy really needs to take a piss. So there you go. That's uh that's Christian's story for today <laughs> for you guys. But, you know, uh, we're unfortunately getting a little close to time here. We're we're getting to that sad, 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 sad time of the podcast where we unfortunately have to wrap things up because we, we got to get out of here. All right. We got to go. We got shit to do. All right. So we, we got to stop talking to each other and stuff like that. So we're going to go around the computer screen and do our last minute plugs. Now, we usually start with uh, the Puerto Rican mamacita, but I don't know what's happening with her screen right now. So, Stephanie, are you even there? <laughs> what's happening. Did you break your other leg? What happened? She's no. Here.
4: You oh, you're no. there. Yeah, I'm here.
0: There's just a lot going on behind you. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you yeah. want to give your last minute plugs right now or no? We can come back to you. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and move to uh Jimmy, my friend. You got any last minute plugs for listeners?
1: Yeah. First, I just want to say, Rums, I can't believe you just told katie Kay I pissed in a bottle on the plane. Oh, yeah. Uh- <laughs> Spoiler alert. It was my friend Jimmy sitting next to Spoiler me. Spoiler alert. Awkward. Yeah. No, just kidding. No. Uh, follow me on Instagram, man. Slightly special with two L's in the end. Um, other than that, I just want to give a huge shout out to everybody, man. Uh, the listeners, you guys are awesome, man. Tuning in, uh, love the growth, love to see it. Uh, shout out to uh, my girlfriend Lavani. We're out here in Vegas. Aww. We both just came up like ten, like ten stacks.
0: Dude, I saw that. I'm sorry we didn't have time to say you came Dude. in late, so I would have totally talked about it in the beginning, but gave it back. But you. You Not all gave you how much did you win? I saw that
1: you were semi-pictures. I've, I've won like I think I've won like 12 grand in Vegas. It's so insane. easy in Vegas. It's so easy. But yeah. I definitely played it back. But I got some to throw back into the savings so I can catch a flight to come see you, marmsey. Oh, okay. I love to I'm gonna come home to Jersey. It. I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna go to Jersey and get a sandwich. But nah, man, other than that, <laughs> yeah. that's uh that's it, man. My last minute plug. Shout out to Vegas. Love love the place, love uh everybody and <laughs> I'm not good at plugs, but thanks.
0: No, of course, that is fine. Um, Well, thank you, Jimmy, for your last minute plugs. And my last minute plugs before we get into our honored guest are, of course, uh, you can follow uh, Great Morning underscore the podcast. That is our Instagram podcast or, or sorry, our podcast inst- Instagram. And, uh, you know, you'll get all your updates there. You know, new guests who are going to be on the episode coming up and stuff like that when specials are dropping you know, all that stuff. So go follow the Instagram page. You'll get most of the information there. Um you can follow us uh, slightly special 2 l's you can follow you love Steph on Instagram, you can follow Topaz Kin that is Chuck, you can follow uh the greatest engineer known to mankind that is trip.jimmy TRYPGODJIMI on Instagram. Uh you can buy your merchandise at shopgreatmorning.com and uh yeah go fuck yourself. Um so moving on to our honored guest. <laughs> um 80k thank you so much for coming on. We loved your in your stories, your trials Thank and tribulations you. of becoming a stand up comic. you yes. I really I by the way, before you give your last minute plugs, I did want to say I really enjoyed uh, your special, your album. Thank uh, you. The trash. I did really enjoy it a lot. Um, and I recommend people go listen to it. And it's on I know it's on Thank Apple. You. That's where I listen to it on. I believe yes. it's also on YouTube. And mm-hmm. uh, you know what? Please give us your last. Yeah, one.
1: yeah, sure, <laughs> I know, plug, I'm man. doing I'm her plugs plug for. You're,
2: you're good. You're good. Um, like
1: you're
2: yeah. good. plugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you can follow me at KDK Comedy on all platforms and stream. I am the trash on almost everything. It is on every single platform except Spotify. It should be on Spotify. Um, it should be on Spotify in. 3 business days. So we had a snafu where it it disappeared on the release day. It was available for pre-save, everything was there. It was perfect. And then the second it was supposed to drop, it disappeared. Um so then I what had happened? to deal with like support. They said it was an error on their end, so they did oh, at okay. least admit fault. But then it takes like 10 days to go back on. <laughs> yeah. So annoying. So if you're listening to this closer to march 10th than it is on every streaming platform
0: hell yeah hell yeah <laughs> check it out love to hear it yes go listen to it it's a it's a fantastic special i enjoyed it a lot um thank and you. you know what katie uh i hope to hear more from you soon and uh we you know in the future we will also let you know where you got on your word of the day so we, we hope thank to hear you. From you yeah again soon and Perfect. You know i'm looking forward to hearing more of the stand-up all right <laughs> thank you of course. Um, and Stephanie, are you ready to give your last
3: minute? <laughs> yeah, that was ready. really
0: weird. Usually
3: you go I'm first.
4: Ready. All right. Well, you already know it's your Puerto Rican mamacita. And of course, follow me on Instagram. Mom's already said my my IG handle. Um, happy Women's History Month. You know, all that good shit with women and all that shit. Um, and <laughs> yeah. Katie, thank you for coming through and blessing us with your funny graciousness. And... Um, <laughs> Let's see what else. Oh, shout out to Michael Bai. It's his 50th birthday. Ew, go puppy. And um, that's it. I love you guys. You guys fucking rock. You guys are just fucking amazing. I'm blessed to have you guys as my co-hosts and brothers, friends, everything. And um, I love our listeners. And yeah, that's it for new Puerto Rican Marmacita. I love you guys. Gank.
1: Awesome.
0: Hey, Stephanie, I hope your leg feels better soon, by
1: the way. Oh,
4: well. yeah, that too.
1: <laughs> I hope you have a really cool, like I hope you have a cooler walk after this, like a cool. Like, like a, gang some
4: a swag yeah, yeah like like diddy you know like papi songos.
0: i i yeah I, just be careful dancing out there all right Do yeah no more bad
4: skin. bunny yeah, stay safe
0: should be, should be a little be a little safer out there on the dance floor but <laughs> thank you so much uh katie for coming on Thanks, um and guys. thank you thank you guys for coming on as well and that was our episode great morning
4: great morning
0: great morning great morning, <laughs> great morning.
3: Great morning.
1: Great morning. Great morning.